Well, here we are in the studio. I'm Stephen Fernley, and I have in the studio Naomi Jansen. Hello, everyone. And this is our pre-session chat time, and we're talking to Selena Tonkin. Hello, Selena. Hi, everyone. This is our second week. Week yes. two, and last week we talked about uh, introversion, introverts and extroverts, and Selena, you um, revealed that you're a champion of the cause, carrying the flag for introverts, and we talked about the various iterations of that. And so, Selena, I was wondering, um, with your, I mean, most people who, you know, you're an EFT practitioner, and, uh, and you're someone who wants to make a difference in people's lives, and... I guess I'm wondering, we know that part of that is telling your story. Like I tell people the story of my depression and how I discovered EFT and so on through that process. How do you reconcile being an introvert with sharing your story? You know, when it's very personal and private, the things that happen, how do you kind of walk that line? Yeah, that is a great question, Naomi. So as an introvert, and I can't generalize, but uh, many introverts will uh, identify with this. Uh, I'm private. You know, I don't want to uh, share with the world <laughs> the good times or the bad times. And like, you know, I, I tend to have selective group of people with whom I'll share the dark times. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, I know that by sharing what I have experienced in my life and going through really, really dark time, you know, the dark time of the soul uh, and, you know, transforming that. I know that I'll be contributions to uh, contribution to many other people out there who are dealing with domestic violence, who are being, dealing with alcoholism in the family, post-traumatic stress disorder, war veterans as parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I'll be contributions. So hence, um, you know, that pulls me out to talk. Mm-hmm. And also, isn't there a different perspective that's gained when you're actually on the other side of it? Because, I mean, it, it feels like just having talked to you um, it previously, that there were kind of two distinct periods. I mean, you can kind of, dis- am, I, am I right in this? You can kind of divide your life into two halves. The first half was, um, you know, would have broken a lot of people. And the second half was sort of Phoenix from the ashes and, and just this wonderful bubbly, happy, um, incredibly um, evolved person who has a mission to help other people. And it just seems like from this place, does that give you a perspective as well where, because you're actually, I, I know you're really out of a lot of what you went through because of the fact that you can, and just the way you are, I know that you're not carrying it still. You have the awareness of what happened, but it's not, you're not carrying the energy of it in your body anymore. Well, that's right. And so when you disconnect that energy, and EFT is brilliant to disconnect that emotional energy, those emotional tires with the past. You know, when you uh, disconnect that energy, you can look back at your life and you can have a clarity, a perspective, you know, mm-hmm. and you can see, though, you know, why. I, I can I can talk about myself, you know, I see the blessing and, and uh, what I've learned from uh, that stage of my life. And uh, it started with uh, uh, me being born. Uh, that's my dog, Naomi. <laughs> we love dogs. Yeah, we do. 
great. So, um, you know, I and while I'm kind of telling you a few things about my life, I just wanted I'm reflecting back and I'm looking where the introversion actually has been, you know, essential in uh, um, uh, in, in giving me the resilience, you know, to deal with the situation. So I was born a little introvert girl, and like many, like most kids in the world, I needed safe place, mm-hmm. you know. But also as an introvert, I need, you know, uh, physiologically, I I have that need to. Uh, recharge my battery in a quiet place, mm-hmm. you know, to withdraw in a quiet place. So, but I was born in um, atmosphere of violence and noise. Both my parents were war veterans, and as it often happens with war, war veterans, it's nothing personal. You know, my both of them developed very severe post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. and my father became an alcoholic, and that is a, a very common with war veterans. Yeah, definitely yes. with PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so uh, I, I had, I, then I developed post-traumatic stress disorder living in that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, also I had that transmitted trauma from my, from their trauma from the war, you know, that's yes. what Yes, it's sorry to interrupt, Selena, but but um, it's actually a really important distinction is that your you know your parents had PTSD, and what a lot of people don't realise is that this stuff is is transferred. You know, um, I remember someone referring to it as passing the pain, and it yes. goes down through generations. So, totally, yeah. and it goes in two ways. It's transferred genetically. So if you had a great grandfather or great grandmother that went through, um, you know, a, a terrible, like a wartime, for example, um, that trauma can be passed on genetically. So you've got not only the um, the emotional resonance of when you've got two parents who are are um, reacting to the wartime trauma they experienced with the symptoms of PTSD in the home as you're growing up. But you've also genetically, it's been, your your genes have been marked with it as well. So you've got a double whammy. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, so, so with that, you know, you can go, you can either go to the path of total destruction or, you know, you can uh, come out, you know, feeling blessed for your resilience mm. and and the, the whole life and, you know, the whole connection that then you develop with people. Um, and I think this is where actually introversion, uh, you know, was extremely powerful in my journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that we introverts have monopoly on loving to study and being creative and loving to learn, you know, but we have that tendency to withdraw and we look for new ideas. And so so that enabled me, uh, you know, for uh, many, many years to do very, very well in school. Mm-hmm. And at one stage, I was considered one of the top, uh, ten, in the top 10% in the state, mm-hmm. you know, with academic success. Mm-hmm. And and that, uh, that enabled me to actually deal, uh, not to be so stressed with the atmosphere in the house. Mm-hmm. However, um, uh, my father... Uh, became a pensioner in my early teens and he's uh, uh, he so then he was at home constantly so the violence was relentless relentless at that stage right and early teens that's hard because you're going through puberty and we know that the um 
the, the synaptic formation in the brain that goes on during that puberty is, is only rivaled by the time, the first two years of a, Absolutely. your Absolutely, you're, you're growing a new brain. And imagine if you had tapping back then when you were a teenager. Goodness. Well, that would have been a really, you know, that's right. That would have been a very powerful uh, interruption to the pattern. Yeah. You know, and that's why it's so amazing that teenagers actually now can have access, you know, through yeah. book like Dr. Peter Stapleton's book, Tapping mm. for Teenagers. Mm -hmm, you know, exactly. they can actually learn how to tap. Yeah. You know, but in the absence of that, I uh, I turn again to books. Yes. And you know how people say God. Uh, talks to people through people while God talked to me through books. Wow. <laughs> yes, that, that's the perfect answer for introverts. I fully agree with you on that one. I've had books yep. fall off the shelf. Uh, literally and figuratively walking through a bookstore back in the days when there were I, bookstores. I've had a book fly off, actually fly <laughs> out of a shelf at a bookshop. Yeah. I won't tell you what book it was. No, I... Because <laughs> that'll start a whole new. Yeah. You should see the way yeah. Stephen's looking because, at me. Like, because that's a whole me. new conversation. Yes. I'm daring <laughs> Jansen to say. We'll put a pin in that one. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that one for later. But yeah, yes. so yeah, and definitely if, if you're an avid reader, um, I, I see sort of when you're describing recharging your batteries and, and needing to be alone, um, you can be alone in a, in a book with the author. Oh, totally. You know, I lived my life vicar vicariously. You know, to my heroes, mm -hmm. I, I, I like fed on their strength. You know, I used to read Dostoevsky, Kafka, Balzac. You know, mm -hmm. the, all the classics, the Greek, uh, the the um, Russian and the uh, French classics, mm -hmm. and and uh, that's where that's what really sustained me through that period. Mm -hmm. And then we decided to escape Macedonia because my father became very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Well, he was very dangerous all the time, but mm -hmm. you know we had an opportunity to actually escape uh, to Australia. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, uh, as it often happens, I met and married someone who was very similar to my father, mm -hmm. a replica to my father. Mm -hmm. So as we know, Naomi and Stephen, it's when, when we live our life unconsciously, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we don't have the awareness of what's, what is driving us, mm -hmm. we might uh, end up and marry someone who um, um, reminds us of uh, one of our parents yeah. in order for us to complete the uncompleted yeah, or patterns or business. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, so you know, for the next seven years, I lived with uh, severe domestic violence. I left my first husband after six months. Ended up in women's refuge, um, and then he became a shadow. You know, like stalked me for the next seven years. Oh God. Yeah. And so I understand domestic violence. You know, and I understand why women. Uh, uh, often don't leave and it's not that women are the only victims of domestic violence sometimes mm -hmm. it's men mm -hmm. but it's predominantly women you know mm -hmm. and i understand why women often don't leave the situation mm -hmm. you know i know i so filled with fear for my life mm -hmm. that paradoxically it was easier for me to actually be with my ex-husband you know then mm -hmm. uh, then be away from him because i by being with him gave me an illusion mm -hmm. uh, of control like ah. I knew, I knew his movements. Right, it's that old thing, uh, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that logic, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, I was lucky I didn't have children. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, those people who have children, it's so much harder to disconnect, mm-hmm. you know, from the perpetrator. So, and once again, you know, this is where really I think uh, the introversion is the real power because I didn't have anyone to turn to. It was uh, the, the darkest loneliness of the soul I could ima- you can imagine, you yeah. know. I, and on the top of everything else that I had was dealing with, I couldn't even speak English properly. <laughs> Because they were in a new country. Yes. It's, a, you know, that stress of being a migrant. It has mm-hmm. good good things. I love Australia. But the first seven years were hell. Yeah. And, uh, but I kept looking, kept searching, you know, kept looking, I kept listening to the radio. And then one day, at the end, at the end and I felt like really, really, you know, emotional about it because I'm emotional with, um, you know, with that amazement of the whole journey. You know, at the end of that seven year, one day I was driving and I heard uh, an interview on the radio and they were talking about alcoholism and how it affects the family. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I decided to go, like, you know, I really pushed myself out of the house and, and went to that meeting. And it was, that was my turning point. That was the pivotal point of my life. Because, you know, for the first time, I was in a group with people mm-hmm. connected, people mm-hmm. who understood alcoholism and violence. Mm. And you had that support where it is interesting because your introversion took you to a group situation where you got the help that you needed and the support in the community, right? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Whereas, whereas an an extrovert in the same situation might potentially have um, um, felt that they had to stay away from people because of the trauma that they were in. Or, or that they had all the right answers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That they weren't looking for. They, they weren't looking for. It's funny. I'm comfortable talking about both sides because I've. I'm an ambivert. Oh, you're an ambivert. So I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable kind yeah. of looking at the downside of both the upside. And, and, of I, and I'm the and I'm the overcompensated introvert. <laughs> <laughs> he just made that up since our last session last week. What does that mean, Stephen? <laughs> yes. What oh. does it mean? You've got exactly 51 seconds, Stephen. Well, I, I've put a lot of energy into pretending I'm not an introvert. Uh-huh. Ah. ah, just so no one will know that I yeah. ha- that I have a secret cave that I go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just because you're a guy. It's the male cave thing. Well, uh, look, I've got a big cave, <laughs> and a big Stop. and a big door on that cave, and it takes a lot of lot of doing to get anyone in there. I tell you. <laughs> well, you're throwing yeah. around a lot of paint in that cave a lot yeah, of times. So. I know. So I yeah. So that's that's my description. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I think it's just um, it's just a beautiful thing to um, to look back on, and you describe how you get teary when you think about that turning point. And to me, that's because it's grace. Whenever I hear about grace, mm-hmm. I get teary, mm-hmm. and 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 grace does come. We tend to appreciate it um, when we've been in the dark times. So, so having said that, I think um, I think I know what we'll tap on and. It's time to uh, to head over and and do that and continue with Selena's meditation. I can't wait for your next one, Selena. We'll see you on the, on the other side, everyone. Yeah, I'll see you there. Beautiful. Thank you.